It's demon tampon. The perfect Rob Zombie formula. We're gonna need a big show. We're gonna need a bigger, 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 bigger. We're gonna need a big show. We're gonna need a bigger show with Mike. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Bigger Show News Review! <laughs> Today. Tiny wolves. Wolves. <laughs> As always, I am joined by... Cameron B. Childs. Also joining us, Berlin. Berlin. A.K.A. A- uh, Mar- Crank Sinatra. Crank. My, my other, mo- my other uh, my rap moniker. All, A.K.A. Cinnamon. A.K.A. Cin- Crank Sinatra, you know, Cinnamon, you know, Sin City. Cinnamon with an S. And <laughs> Sin City with a C. Sin- yeah, true. <laughs> true, true. C-I-N. Cinnamon. C-S-I-T-Y. Cinnamon. Cinnamon with an S. <laughs> but and City with a K, weirdly. Strangely enough. <laughs> Kitty. Sin Kitty. Um, Skin Kitty. Skin? Ugh. Uh, I don't like that at all. Skin Kitty. <laughs> uh, We're off Puppy Bloodbath. Puppy Bloodbath is good. That's I a like good that. one. Yeah. You'd almost expect that to be in one of his songs. Yeah. Uh, this formula, I can't take credit for it. Ethan, Ethan Hudson did it a long time ago, but it's still really funny to me. Let's talk about some shit. Yep. All right, Cameron. How do you want to start? Do you want to start? Well, first off, let's start. How are you? Good. I'm very good. How are you? I, I'm all right. You're just coming off a 48-hour film production. I am. Mm-hmm. Woo. Loving every minute of it. Well, <laughs> most of them. <laughs> it happened. It was a thing that did indeed happen. Mm-hmm. Um, no one's denying that. It was fun. There was... Uh, you know, it's what we haven't done it in five years, mm-hmm. and the people I worked with were like people that I kind of cut my teeth with originally, mm-hmm. so that was neat. Um, but there was just a lot. I mean, it's a forty-hour film thing, so it's you madness. By default, you hate your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After you know twenty hours straight of editing, I was ready to pull my own eyes out. So, um. I've never been like more uncomfortable in my own skin than in that moment. Then I was finally like, okay, I'm going to bed. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Yeah. We'll figure it out when we figure it out. It was in Memphis, right? Yeah. Yeah. Your Memphis experience. What's funny, though, so the thing that people don't know is that I uh, thought that it was this weekend, not, oh. not last weekend. So <clears throat> I was supposed to ride down with you. True. To Memphis. And I get a call from my buddy Chad, not Doublecock Chad, but Chad Waters. And he says, hey, you ready for the film thing this weekend? And I said, next weekend. And he said, this weekend. Oh, contraire. And so while I have him on the phone, I look it up. And I have it written down in four places that it's mm-hmm. this coming weekend. Yeah. And so, yeah, I fucked you up. You can be wrong four times. I, I, apparently I was. Mm-hmm. So I had to call you and call everybody and try to get equipment. and But I did. And we made a film, so. For better or worse. <laughs> the better or worse of the world. The extended version will be out in October. The non-48 hour version. Mm-hmm. It still looks... It'll insane. be 48 hours long. It will still be 48 hours long. It'll still be like a 48 hour film in as much as, you know, 
they're not really movies. Right. So, like, I watched all the ones that came out of Nashville, and I think that some of them look really great. Number one, the guy who wins every year won again, shockingly. Mm-hmm. That's why I'll never do uh, Nashville again. It's always mm-hmm. the same fucking guy, and I don't think his stuff is very good. Um, come at me, yeah, bro, or anyone listening. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Don't think it's very good. Mm-hmm. I think he's kind of pompous and overrated. Um, ooh, throwing the barbs today on Yikes. the bigger show. I don't even know who you're talking about, so I don't care. I won't say his name. Just, if you want to know, you can go look up who won this year. Sure. And every other fucking year. Sure. Um, But, um, yeah, so it's one of those things where I watch those, and I mean, it's the same thing. Like, the films that won, I'm kind of like, it's like, okay, well, it still isn't that great. Well, see, here's the thing. You just got through watching the one that I helped make, Mm -hmm. I don't know, five years ago. It was like 2008. Mm -hmm. Not very good. And, and that's the best in category. Best in horror. And there was one that was totally... But when we saw it, we were like, well, there goes our only chance of getting an award. And then we got, like, best... Uh, we I think we just got best in horror, but I feel like we got one other two, like, random one, like, best sound or something that oh. we also didn't deserve. Right. Yeah. So it's quite arbitrary, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, I think the whole thing is. I don't mm-hmm. think I'll ever do it again. I think this was enough to not, <laughs> See, not because the... it was not because it was not enjoyable because I did have a great time mm-hmm. it was, for as stressful as it was. I had a really, really fun time. Right. And I got to work with non-actors for like for the first time where it was it, where I finally I, I should say I've got to work with non-actors the first time where I felt comfortable as a director to really do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a blast, like actually challenging myself and challenging those other people. And I feel like our lead, I think. I got really great performance out of her, so... Yeah. Um, you know, and the things that suck are, like, scenes that, because I'm stuck editing, scenes I don't get to be hands-on with and that mm-hmm. kind of thing, but... <coughs> Ooh, you all right, Crank? Yeah? Yes, yeah. I'm aghast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it was fun. It was mm-hmm. a lot of fun, but I won't do it again. That's it. It was fun not doing it again. No, that was enough to put the... Unless I had, like, a budget. Yeah, I, you know, I'm starting to feel, like, just cranky about things, but I feel the same way, yeah, cranky, cranky Sinatra. Yeah. I I feel like, you know, between the 48-hour film festival and Bonnaroo, I'm just like, you know what, I don't need to anymore. So are there, are there like, upper echelon versions of 48-hour film where you have to be kind of a top tier No, guy? not really. That would be, I'll be really interested in Because it's open to anybody. I want to see some of those that are like would be top only top like, tier. Yeah, oh yeah, like if people like if they did that for top filmmakers, that yeah. would be kind of cool. Yeah, Imagine I like would a, enjoy seeing that. A Tarantino forty-hour film. Oh, that would be really cool. That would be mm-hmm. wild. Because it would be like that. no, it, they would just go for it, you know. Yeah, yeah, they'd go nuts. It'd be really interesting. A Del Toro? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? Holy shit! Man. Oh, something Del Toro could do in two years. Edgar Wright. It's funny because for Annabelle, the the evil doll movie, they put together a competition. It wasn't a competition. They just asked filmmakers, like six filmmakers, to do one-minute shorts that took place at, like, 3.14, which is, like, the devil's hour. Mm. Uh, and Jason Eisner did one, and Ty West did one, um, and a few other people, and those are pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I think something like that, if it was, like, <clears throat> a, a full-out competition, would be kind of neat. That would, yeah. Um, I don't know we'll ever get that, but it was. Uh, it's just, it is a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. So let's jump into some news. Let's do, do it. 
Enough about us. Let's talk about news. Uh, yeah. Well, all right. So here's what I was going to ask. Do you want to start crazy or not even crazy, but just like, what the fuck? Or do you mm-hmm. want to start with like cool movie news? I want to start with cool just because of the way you said it. Cool movie news. James Wan. Mm-hmm. Famous for Saw. Yeah, you know, our and my guy. personal favorite. Oh, which one's your favorite? Uh, Furious 7. Yeah. Okay. But do you know about this? <laughs> well, I think I do. He's directing something. I can't remember well, what it is now. Well, he's been tapped to produce or kind of reboot Mortal Kombat. How exciting is it? The world's colliding. Power yeah. Man 5000. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your favorite things are coming together yep. in one super universe. Yep. I should not. I should say that James Wan. The only thing I'm really familiar with of his is Fury Seven. But Fury Seven was really good. In Mortal Kombat, what's not to love? Saw's great. Yeah. True. Well, the first saw is pretty good. All right, stop it. Second chance cinema. cinema that's oh, we need to. Add I will definitely watch Saw again, and I can give you, I can make an assessment. Make tell an you, assessment. <laughs> tell you whether I actually think it's bad or not. Uh, okay. Let me. I'm gonna make a note of that while you continue. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think it's neat because I mean, I guess the last. Did you see the last Furious movie, Fast and Furious? No. Do you care anything about those? No. No. Neither. Well, do that's I the either. thing. I, saw, I don't either. I saw the sixth one though, and it was one of those just horrendous ones, <laughs> like one of those bad news movies. Well, they say that the seventh one really. I mean, you saw it. It's cheesy. Don't get me wrong. That fucking song. I don't want to hear that fucking song ever again. What? Let's see you again. Oh, in part six. No, that's from seven. See you again. That Wiz Khalifa song that's like number one in the country for all these months. No idea what you're talking about. But what? what? <laughs> it's like this song for what's his name? For Paul Walker. For Paul Walker yeah. dying. Okay. Well. This song's awful. Does he die in the movie? No, he just they spoilers. Yeah, spoiler they they me. split off into separate roads at the end. Oh, Highly so, symbolic so, with a a montage of like his pretty eyes. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, no, he does not die in the movie. That right. would have been, have been very gauche. morbid. But, yeah, quite a goosh. Quite a goosh. But, yeah, it's it's a corny action movie, but it's a really good corny action movie. Well, I feel like it could be a really good corny reboot to do Mortal Kombat. And the same yeah. style. I mean, he's got a good eye for stuff. And if they do kind of the gritty reboot with Mortal Kombat, I mean, shit. That short, I keep going back to that short film that came out a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, Baraka was a fucked up plastic surgeon and... Um, what reptile was like a harlequin baby? I never saw this. Oh, dude, you need to. It's okay. so fucked up. It's great. Not uh, even better than the Power Rangers gritty reboot. That was so terrible. <laughs> that more I think about. Speaking of Power Rangers, they mm-hmm. announced like the cast listing, and it sounds like they're the like the cast or like what the, not not who's been cast, but like the character descriptions, and it sounds like it's going. It's pretty close to the. Descriptions of the TV characters, hmm. so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so James Wan, that's that's neat. Here's kind of the, if this happens, uh, it's it will probably be the biggest thing to happen in film in a while, just because it. No, I don't think anybody expected this to happen. Steven Spielberg, who is doing uh, Ready Player One, which is like a utopian dystopian video game movie, is circling Gene Wilder to come out of retirement. To be in the film. Whoa. Willy Wonka. He's one of those guys you're like, 
you know, you feel guilty for saying it, but you're like, oh, I thought maybe he was dead. I thought he was dead. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, me and uh, Stephanie saw, I think it was Rob Reiner or somebody on the Late Late Show a couple nights ago. And it was like, Rob, and he was talking about Dick Van Dyke. And it's like, Dick Van Dyke is one of those guys. You're like, oh yeah, Dick Van Dyke's still alive. Yeah. So is Bob Hope. Like, it's just weird. I thought that he... I thought Bob that, Hope's dead. He Bob is? Hope's definitely dead. I thought Bob Hope was still alive. I learned that from The Office. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> I thought, okay. You fucked up so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cameron, I had the best pun while I was away, and I have to share it because I get plenty on the podcast. All right. Are you going to be mad if I, because I feel like pressure to think it's funny. You may or may not. Okay. But we brought, we went to Walmart to get snacks, mm-hmm. and uh, the actress who was in the film bought a can of, of Planter's Nuts. And Mr. Peanut was on there. And she goes, look at Mr. Peanut. He looks so happy. I'm like, he's not. He's really dead on the inside. He's just a shell of a man. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like oh, that. Oh, and it never got better. I like, like that. <laughs> I peaked and that was it. Um, well, how could it really? I mean, anyway, Bob Hope is dead. You realize that. Um, I'm seeing when. He a did love to be 100. Yeah. Maybe it was when he died, I was like, oh, he's still alive. Or well, was I didn't, it yesterday? I it, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't yesterday. <laughs> I thought that Gene Wilder died when Richard Pryor died. Yeah, that's what a lot of people think. Like, it was around the same time. Like, yeah. that they were a married couple. They couldn't yeah. live without yeah. each other. <laughs> they had. Uh, so that would be cool. He, he's he been in retirement for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to bring him out of retirement would be a very, kind of a huge feat, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and if anybody can do it, Spielberg can do it. So that would be really neat. True. Gene Wilder back in film. I would love for him to scream, It was doo-doo! Young Frankenstein. Oh my god, why? <laughs> I want him to go out on a positive note. I want this to be like the performance that like his last performance was one that... not. I don't know. Look up what his his last film role was. Gene Wilder? Yeah. He could go out like a role... What's his name? Uh, Raul Julian and it'd be <laughs> M. Bison in the Street Fighter movie. Yep. Uh, while you're looking that up, in other news, because I don't know that you'll give a shit about this, Rick and Morty has been renewed for season three. I keep meaning to... Actually, I caught about ten minutes of an episode. Did you love it? I thought it was pretty good. I had heard that it's, like, funny but heavy. Oh, it is, dude. Um, Uh, There's, like, two episodes that blow my mind and really fuck me up every time I watch them. And uh, what's-his-name is involved, right? Dan Harmon? Dan Harmon is the producer, and yeah. he I think he writes as well. Okay. But Justin Roiland is the head writer and uh, does the voices of both Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. But two episodes into season, or three episodes into season two, and they have been renewed, so that's incredible. Yeah. So we, I will have at least three seasons of Rick and Morty, thank God. Yeah, I feel like the last ten years we've been in a uh, somewhat of an, at least an adult cartoon renaissance and yeah. i feel there's so much that i would like to see that i haven't right and rick and morty's one of them rick Adventure and morty's, time yeah i really haven't stuff. started but now that it's all on hulu i may get on that um so this is have you found it he was married to gilda radner for a i didn't know time. that the woman who wouldn't wait wait, wait 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 hold on uh no he's been writing I don't know. This might be hard to tell. Let me see. Give me this. I'm looking at Wikipedia. It's probably. Oh, uh, why? Why did you do this? <clears throat> I'm a fool. You're a fool. Uh, did you just look up Gene Wilder? Yeah. There we go. Here, here we go. All right. Last one was. Shit, guys. 
the Scarecrow in 1972. Wow. No, that can't be right. That no. can't be right. He was in Expo in 2005. That's not right either. <laughs> can't be. This is All right, so around the around late, late 90s, early 2000s was the okay. last time he did anything. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's a big stretch. And even then, it wasn't anything that memorable. Mm-hmm. So it'd be cool for him to have one last, like, huge Spielberg memorable thing. You know? Right. Um... Other news. You know they're making a Lego Batman movie. I think I heard about this, yeah. Well, Arnett, uh, I yeah. think, is playing Batman, which is great. They no cast the jo- parents. No parents. <laughs> uh, they cast the Joker this week. Yeah. You ready for this? Zach Galifianakis is going to be the Joker. That's awesome. I think that's great. I am really interested to hear that. Yeah, right? Because you're like, no, yes. Yeah, like it's just like... Uh- Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think as a voice, mm-hmm. he's going to go nuts with it, and it's going to be really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, which leads me to like think, okay, if Batman is Will Arnett, Joker's uh, Zach Galifianakis, I'm assuming the other villains are going to be in it, so like, who's going to be... Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah probably be Robin. You think so? Sh- why not? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Just get all the blues in there. Who would, who would play Mr. Freeze? Oh, jeez. Jeffrey. uh, Jeffrey Tambor as Mr. Freeze. Um, I'm thinking, yeah, I can't, like, goofy voice actors. I feel like, so, like, Alan Tudyk did uh, the villain in Wreck'em Ralph. Mm -hmm. I think he should use that voice and play the Scarecrow. Mm. This is kind of very Edwin classic yeah. voice. That would be really great. Um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be. It's interesting to see what the cast is going to be as that one fills out. Yeah, for sure. Um, so okay, now we get into some weird news. These next three are fucking kind of like weird. Mm-hmm. NBC is rebooting Xena, and they want Lucy Lawless to do it. Okay. This is not the weirdest news today, but mm. this is kind of kicks off. This is soft weird. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soft weird news. I was never a fan of Xena, but I also was not a fan of Hercules, so it wasn't like I preferred one over the other. Right. I just never watched them. No. I like that Sam Raimi's involved. Uh-huh. I like that he was a producer. I like that Lucy Lawless is going to... I just like Lucy Lawless. Yeah, I like that she's going to be in it, especially because, I mean, she's got to be... She's like close to 50 now? Yeah. I'd and if that's great. she's going to be in it, then her stunt double, Zoe Bell, who was in Death Proof and mm-hmm. is incredible, mm-hmm. she's going to be in it. Remember, we talked about Zoe Bell last night, um, which will relate to some more news mm. later on. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird that they want to do a reboot of yeah. Xena. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess we, we, we kind of need more strong female presence. On TV, especially female-led like that. Mm-hmm. And that was... Xena's up there with, like, the top strong female characters. Right. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. That one's kind of neat. We'll see what happens. All right. Are you ready to have your fucking mind blown? <sighs> yes. Kindergarten Cop 2 is currently <laughs> filming. I'll give you three guesses as to who. It's not Arnold. Eighty oh. action, eighties action star. You have three guesses. Stallone. It's not Stallone. Oh, that would be perfect. Is oh. is it in the league of Stallone though? He's in Expendables. I 
Dolph Lundgren is not my guest, but I just want to say that. It is Dolph Lundgren. What? No way. What? <laughs> I cannot Lundgren, believe that. Dolph Lundgren in Kindergarten Cop 2. That's crazy. He-Man in Kindergarten Cop 2. If he dies, he <laughs> dies. Ivan Drago punching children in <laughs> Kindergarten Cop 2. Oh my gosh. It's really happening. He, you were jokingly aghast earlier. I'm for real aghast right now. Like I can, I literally cannot believe. I think it's gonna be what you're telling me. I think it's gonna be. Incredible. I don't think it's gonna be bad. I just can't believe it. You literally cannot right now. It's. I'm having trouble. Wow. I'm having how, a crisis. How insane is this? Is the most insane thing <laughs> we've talked about in quite a while. Yes, I agree. Oh my god, we didn't talk about this last time, but it makes me want to talk about it now. The proposed casting for the villains for the new Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. Is it, this is a re-reboot, right? Yes. Okay. The Vulture. Mysterio? No. I think it was Scorpion. Okay. Scorpion and the Vulture. Uh-huh. Ready for the actors? I'll give you... I'll let give me, you let me picture them from the Fox cartoon, the okay. definitive Spider-Man. Uh, clearly. For me. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Scorpion. Okay, he had the tail. And then who else? And Vulture. Vulture. Okay. Who would you, who would you pick? Just maybe anybody. Um, the Vulture. I would pick the the Dean from Community. Oh my God, Jim Rash. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Especially with Don Glover. Oh, Donald Glover. Donald Glover Spider Man. Yeah. Jim Rash as a Vulture. That would be hilarious. Okay, and then um, Scorpion. I don't even. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Bring him back. It doesn't matter because the proposed casting Jason Biggs as the Scorpion. No way. American Pies Jason Biggs no as the Scorpion. I'm ready, but Larry. here I'm gonna blow your fucking mind even more right here. Billy Zane as the Vulture. <laughs> Billy Zane is a guy from Titanic, right? Yes, and Demon Knight, and like the Phantom, and <laughs> Zoolander. Oh my God, you are right. Like soft, weird, straight into. I cannot believe we get a little anything bit weird in a second. Good, good. Holy shit! You're right. Jason Biggs and Billy Zane <laughs> as the as Spider Man villain. Jason Biggs in anything is shocking. Right, I guess that's an easy he, joke to make, but because he shouldn't be working anymore, he's just not good. I'm sorry, sorry, Jason Biggs. He's pretty. He's pretty good on Orange New Black. I hate him. He, oh my god, I, I hate him. I liked Larry for a second, for a split second on Orange New Black. Really? Yeah. Oh man, I didn't like him. He is easily a hate. He's an easily hateable character, though. Or easily hated. Actor. It's just his face. He's mm-hmm. easily hated. It's a dumb face. He's a chump. He's a chump. Yeah. Um, but Billy Zane, my god. That's insanity. My God, that's so, that's so much fun. Yeah, I hope that's true. I'm lost on that. Who's Billy Zane? All right, Billy Zane was the bad guy in Titanic. Oh, that's what you guys said. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. he was the bad guy in Titanic. Um, have you seen Zoolander? Yeah. All right, remember right before the dance battle? It's like Zoolander's buddy, the bald dude. 
like when they're hanging out. Yeah, he's the yeah. guy that's in Zoolander's corner. So it's Scorpion. Was that Scorpion? Was that that was in the third with the no, Tobey Maguire, right? Uh-uh, that was Sandman and um, oh. who else was it? Sandman and Venom and the Penguin. So, so <laughs> they were just shoving everybody in Scorpion there. Scorpion hasn't been in no uh, Scorpion or the Vulture or haven't. And they've talked about Craven as well, mm-hmm. which would make sense. It may be the three of them. It may be three villains, but that's kind of too much. Um, Craven would be cool, but I, I don't know that they'll be Venom cool. done right would be cool. There's a lot of things that would be cool. I mean, I think that they should just start and do the villains over again. Yeah. But I like that they're going to start with doing uh, new villains. Right. And those are two two good ones. You're right, Mysterio. I'll always rally for Mysterio mm-hmm. as the villain. Um, but hopefully there there was a shot release that may or may not be the new costume. Um, and it's very homemade looking because he's only in a he's only a cameo in the in the the new Captain America movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a kid, and I like that. I like that he's a kid again. Wait, who are we talking about? Spider Man. Oh, Spider. Okay, I think he's okay. Latino, right? Latino. Latino. I keep, I no, he's, Latino. A, he's, a, he's a white kid. I thought he was Latino because he's he's Donald Glover, right? No. The animated one. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the new animated Spider-Man. Oh, no, no, no. With... I'm talking about the new... Uh, no, you're right. He he does play uh, Miles... Yeah, that guy. Yeah, Morales. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, this is the new live-action movie they're doing. No Andrew Garfield? No. What? They're, they're rebooting it again. Because Marvel has the rights again. Sony and Marvel sort are splitting of, right? the rights. Yeah, oh, right. so this one's going to be back to more of the kind of... The, the roots, book. maybe? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not going to do an origin story. He's already Spider-Man, uh, but it's a kid. He's a kid in high school. And he, I mean, the kid looks like Spider-Man, you know? Like, he's a nerdy little dweeb. <laughs> nerdy little um, Jason. Jason Biggs is a Jason villain, Biggs is a though. villain, though. I don't know. <laughs> and Scorpion, he's not He's not built like Scorpion. Uh, here's, here's a real head-scratcher. Mm-hmm. NBC is currently in talks... With Will Smith Smith to produce a reboot of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> what? <laughs> with Jaden? Oh man, it could be. With Will Smith. But he's gonna produce. He's not yeah, like, yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. But Jaden, yeah. I mean that... Jaden would make sense. But I wonder if he I think he's too out there for NBC. Yeah. He's he's all crazy. You know? That kid? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a kook. <laughs> he's on a Charles Gambino mixtape. Is saying, he really? Yeah, he just says a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> I got some... There's some people in Memphis, though, that really love, like, his rap. Creech and... Um, hmm. He, he's got some of his own rap stuff. I don't know. There. This piece of news is perplexing to me. True. I feel like it's... That's a show that was just so perfect that it never needed a reboot. Like, you don't... You don't need to reboot Seinfeld. You don't need to reboot, right? You know, Friends. You don't yeah, that's what I was. Prince the first thing I thought when you said it was that Fresh Prince is kind of a lightning in a bottle situation. Yeah, you don't like. There's no. I don't understand how that could work again. You know. Right. I really don't see that. Like I just felt it was so ingrained. It was so ingrained with like the culture at the time, mm-hmm. or at least it seems like it was. What was the show? I was that five. Primarily black cast was a different world. I don't know what that know. was called. Do you guys remember that one? But they tackled a lot of like real world issues and you know, we're mm. really ahead of its time. I feel like that could be done today. Right. Because those characters, while they tackled a lot of like really hard hitting stuff, it wasn't necessarily like they couldn't be 
replaced with like a, a young, fresh, you know, African American cast, right? And be still just and and do the same kind of thing today. Mm-hmm. But Fresh Prince of Bel Air seems weird. Yeah, seems like a really strange choice. I don't know. This one was the one that I was like, uh. That's <laughs> that's pretty bizarre. Yeah, seriously bizarre. Uh, here's some bummer news. So everything that's been going on with Fantastic Four over the last mm. week, some really nasty mudslaying going on. Uh, originally, Josh Trank was to direct the Boba Fett origin movie, the new Star Wars anthology. Um, but because of his departure, that movie has now been postponed to 2020. Yeah. So five more years before we ever see a, and I that may be production postponed to twenty twenty. Right. So it could be up to six, seven years before we see a this Boba Fett movie. Yeah. Kind what? Of a I, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know a lot of the details about what happened with Fantastic Four, other than nobody likes it, and Trank took to Twitter and well, there was there's was basically passing the blame, and it's been back and forth, and from what I've read. It kind of sounds like both parties are to blame. Mm-hmm. And Max Landis, who wrote Chronicle and uh, is John Landis' son, he is good friends with Trank, and he kind of feels like both sides are to blame as well. Mm-hmm. He wrote a very good series of tweets that have since been deleted, but obviously, you know, people have... Sure. Um, but it was about his experience with Trank on Chronicle and how that movie was lightning in a bottle, how that should have never happened. You know, mm-hmm. a small, dark superhero movie that was very tiny and made all this money and that they had creative control on. It was never going to be that way on Fantastic Four. And maybe right. Trank, maybe Trank thought it was going to be. So it's, it's disappointing because he seems like a talented guy whose career is probably ruined now. Mm-hmm. At least for the time being. Yeah. I mean, it's well, not in great I mean, shape. It's hard. I, I, I don't, I can't think of many situations like this where a director has been able to bounce back after fucking over a studio like that and running your mouth. That's just one thing you don't do. Yeah. You know? uh, Troy Duffy is a good example. It's <laughs> crickets. Yeah, well, I mean, you just don't like him. But but it is true, right? I mean, you know, he had a... He well, had a he he was a walking time bomb, right. period. I yeah. don't know anything about this Trank guy, but I have a hard time believing that he was like... I feel like he's more tranquil. Tranquil. Yes. <laughs> you see what I did? I saw it. I felt Thank it. you. I experienced it. Thank you. Troy Duff- Let's get Troy Duffy on the show. Oh my God, he'd never come on. But maybe to, we just, under the auspices of how. Let's just talk about how much of a genius you are. <laughs> and then you just unload on him. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't like. It's not one of those people that I. Uh, not that there are a lot of them, but that I think about and I just get angry. I just think, would why? You, would you, you talk know? to him if we could get him on? Sure. I don't know what I'd say though. Would I mean, you not I don't, be an asshole. Yeah. Would you have a hard time not being an asshole? I can be nice to anybody. Is that why you're nice to me all the time? Yeah. It does seem like you are a nice guy, Cameron. I've noticed that. I can be. Heartbreak so much hate, though. But when it it would come to Troy Duffy, I would just have a hard time even understanding him as a person. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder if he's changed at all. We invited him here and we just beat him up. Like, come here? Yeah, I just said we come to the podcast and we just beat him up for. Cameron. Drop a toilet on him. We'll drop a toilet on his head. Would that make you happy though? <laughs> Not really. No. What would make you happy? Him in, saying in I've Troy Duffy. well, him saying because uh, I've read this one interview where he said um, overnight was a smear job. 
So I would much rather him say, um, yeah, I can, that's how I am sometimes. Okay. Because even if they just got a bunch of him being awful and he wasn't awful all the time, mm-hmm. you still have to admit, yeah, I can be awful sometimes. Everybody can. So, but like to that degree. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, he's, re- it's, it's, you know. The I most was... telling thing to me is Willem Dafoe being like, Troy needs, to, Troy needs to keep his mouth shut, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Speaking of documentaries, you really got to bring me my copy of American Movies back. About that. I still have it. Oh, shit. I thought you guys going to Gotcha. I've been jonesing to watch that. Uh, so let's talk about this last little piece of news. A new trailer came out this week. Mm-hmm. Hateful Eight. The Hurtful Three. Have you watched it yet? I haven't. All right. Well, waiting for this. I just don't watch. I mean, not yeah, that I was a big trailer person, but I always wait for this. Well, we're going to watch it, and then we're going to come back. We'll be right back. This here is Daisy Domergoo. She's wanted dead or alive for murder. When that sun comes out, I'm taking this woman to hang. Is there anybody here committed to stopping me from doing that? The very idea of Kurt Russell in a Tarantino movie. In a Tarantino Western. Is highly intriguing. Oh my god. Mm. The only part of the trailer I did not was did not dig was the end where the whistling soundtrack came in and the glorious seventy millimeter. Just because I feel like it's that's the only part of it that felt like it's Tarantino being Tarantino. You know, I love it, that. It, it is. I do too. Um, and I mean, I'm going to do everything in my power to see this in seventy millimeter. Mm. If Nashville gets it, because they're doing seventy. Uh, they're retrofitting 70 screens in the U.S. Mm-hmm. with a 70 millimeter projector. Right. I feel like Nash or the Belcourt is in good running to get it. Sure. This is going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just looks gorgeous. Yeah. I've become kind of a Western guy mm-hmm. in the last you know few years. I love them now. What's your? Do you have like a top two or three? True Grit. Which uh, one? Uh, the the Cohen's. Yeah. I mean, I like the John Wayne one, but I really, really, really love the Cohen's. After seeing the Cohen one, the John Wayne one just is, seems silly. Yeah. I'm sorry, old people, but sorry, it seems like people. goofy, you know? Uh, the Burrowers is a really great... Burrowers? Burrowers. It's okay, kind of a western horror. It's pretty cool. Uh, Unforgiven, mm-hmm. naturally. Um, Slow West, which was last year with Michael Fassbender. That's a great 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 movie um i just love the pacing and the you know the style i think it would be a lot of fun to make a a western yeah um this looks great i think i mean it uh, clearly kind of does away with the things i didn't like about django which i felt was very exploitative and Mm -hmm. this doesn't feel as exploitative right this feels like more of a straightforward western tim roth michael madsen is back you know, two. It's a lot of OG Tarantino yeah, cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean, Sam Jackson again. Um, yeah, I don't know. You had said you didn't like him in Sam Jackson in Django, right? Yeah, just so much. It's just so much Samuel. Yeah. I mean, and and Tarantino's films are so good, like back to back to back. You know, right? It right. seems like they're made for that. You could do a Tarantino marathon. You know, that yeah. would fit perfectly. Yeah. And so you just, I just get, I just always get to. Django and I'm like man Sam Jackson's in everything 
isn't he? You know, he's not. He's, he's, well, he's, not, he's, he's not I don't Bill. think he has any part in Kill Bill. He has a cameo. He's really? the piano player. Oh, that's right. At yeah. The wedding, and he has a voiceover in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. He's, he's. I think so. He's not in uh, Reservoir Dogs. I guess that's his only. That's one. the only one. Yeah. Because he's in Jackie Brown. Pulp he's fiction. in Pulp Fiction for sure. Except no substitutes. Yep. Um. So I don't know. Uh. I. I mean. I think it looks great. I think it's gonna be a, a slam dunk. Besides, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Bruce Dern, you know. Uh, I mean, Kurt Russell. Just Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell. Yeah. I was counting, and there's... I think I think because it's called The Hateful Eight, he's going to make a big deal about, like, we're going to see each of the eight. Like, like with have a num- their own. With a number beside them and their name written out, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's Tarantino's thing. That's his M.O. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I mean, I've got to see this in 70 millimeter. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of the dream, would be to see this as big as life. In its, you know, in its intended format. Right. Um, so, yeah. I mean, there's not... I can't really say as much as I'd like to say... I, no, I shouldn't say it. I don't want a negative... I don't want to be negative for no reason. But it's just like... I feel like there was a stretch starting with Inglorious Bastards. So a stretch meaning two films. Yeah, I was not crazy about either of those movies. They I make, like both they, of them. Come on. They, get, they give me a... Not good. I just rewatched Inglorious Bastards, and I liked it better the second time. But both that and Django just gave me like a feeling of, like just kind of being not even disgusted, like uh, ooh gross, but just disgusted in general. Yeah, you know? I feel like Tarantino <clears throat> didn't have much of a right to make Django. You don't think I'll so? Say that. Now I feel like he's what he does in that movie is way over the line. I think it's. I think it is a great piece of work, but I, I do think that it's very exploitative to African Americans, and I don't think that as a white man, that he had any right. To I make think that when movie. I think in like a bigger scope of art history, it'll be a, a bigger deal. Not know like we we know Tarantino right. Like now we right. see we we've known about him for I've known about him my whole life. Yeah. So it's like. We we know who he is. We can see that's that that that's like crossing the line for Tarantino. I think sure. in a great a bigger scope though in the future that like the the way that it like so vividly portrays things that like mm-hmm. I don't know any other source to see something that vivid. You know? Yeah, I'll be curious. I'll be curious to see if that's true. I mean, because we'll probably live to see what its impact will end up. Yeah, being, I know? think it will be. I, th- I think it'll be important for like maintaining that like disgusting image that we like you can't shy away from. Yeah. You know? There's also the question of whether anybody else, I mean, a person of another race could have made it without people like just apps. People flipped out when oh, yeah. Tarantino made it, yeah. but they didn't flip out like it wasn't, no, it wasn't I mean, it riots in the worse. streets yeah, or yeah. anything. Um, I don't know, but I feel like this is kind of a return to pre, this, this movie almost, just from the trailers and what I know about it, feels like this film could have been made right after Kill Bill. Yeah, I was about to say it feels more like. Kill well, do you do you do you know the theory about the trilogy? How it's the third one? It's a the third one in his the third one in the trilogy of Glorious Bastards, Django, Hateful Eight. Hateful. They're all they're the three biggest. I think I think there's going to be a lot of Indian or Native American emphasis in this one. It's like the really? three tragedies. The three oh. some of the three biggest tragedies oh, like the yeah, Holocaust, yeah. slavery, and I think. 
But what the theory is, it'll be a lot about Native American oh, exploitation. Huh. I'll be interested to see if that's true. And they're, they all I exist. I kind of hope in, not, honestly. But <laughs> they're in the same universe. Right, like, yeah, I know about the universe. pre-technology, and the, the the titles are really crucial. The way that it's like spelled out in the trailer, yeah. the eight is in there. Yeah. The titles are all spelled weird. That's like the thing. Yeah. And Glorious Bastards is spelled wrong. Right. Django, like, is that's how Django is spelled with a D, but like, the, it's like, it, it's important that's in there on chain. Huh. And then the the eight and hateful, that's yeah. like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean he he always has like a bigger play going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, even if it is just red apple cigarettes, right, right. Uh, well, yeah, I'm excited for it. That's that kind of wraps us up this week. Yeah, some interesting weirdo shit happening. Good sewed. So everybody, um, don't, don't pretend like you didn't just say sewed. Okay? <laughs> it's a good sewed, brother. Sewed, brother. But everybody. everybody go and make your Rob Zombie song now. Werewolf haircut. Uh, and upload them to us. Send Just us a little, SoundCloud yeah, a little, little vines or whatever. Also, we're coming up on the end of our year of SoundCloud uh, membership within the next couple months. Mm-hmm. We, Cameron and I, uh, you know, we do this because it's fun and we don't, it never really costs us a lot of money. So if anybody can help to uh, keep the podcast going and donate a few bucks uh, so that we can keep doing this for no cost to us. And keeping our entire catalog online at all times. Yeah, if, if we lose our uh, our membership, the catalog goes away. Mm-hmm. So goes bye-bye. Yeah, it's something like you can have like two hours. Yeah, and we have very much more than that. <laughs> yes. So, um, so yeah, so we need to re-up our membership. Um, and of course, there's other things we'd like to be able to, you know, spend a little bit of money on, whether it be prizes or, you know, uh, new equipment, that kind of thing. New cords. Some of our cords <laughs> are getting a little split and frayed. It's true. Um, but yeah, if you enjoy the podcast, please help us financially. Help us by going to iTunes, rate and review, uh, and subscribe. Yeah. And you can do that via iTunes, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud. Join our Facebook groups and catch us next time. This is Ben. Gonna be jealous. This is Ben. Berlin, aka Crank. <laughs> and this has been Mike D. Thank y'all so much for listening, and we will catch you next week. Goodbye. We're gonna need a big show.